When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. It is week five of the NFL season, and we've got an early game about to kick off with the Giants and the Green Bay Packers in about less than 90 minutes. I'll have some picks and some plays for you. We're going to hear from Jordan Renan, who covers the Giants. Uh, they've been in London for, uh, for a hot second. There was some talk and speculation uh, and not a lot of optimism at the start of the, the, the work week that Daniel Jones was not going to be able to suit up and play. But towards the end of the, the week, Thursday, Friday, he started looking good at practice. And uh, as of right now, reports are he will start and play. Now, will he last four quarters? If not, you've got Davis Webb, who took a really large portion of first team snaps this week when Daniel Jones could not practice earlier in the week. If he cannot go, Davis Webb will come in. Uh, and that's what it's looking like right now. Matthias Kiwanuka joins us here, as always, on New York Game Day. Giant great defensive lineman. How you doing, Matthias? I'm doing great. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Um, do me a favor. Share with, share with our listeners, you know, first things first. How many times did you play in London? I played in London one time. Um, it, I think we were we were one of the yeah we were the first team to actually go over to London and play. So when we played, there really was no blueprint to um, you know how you're supposed to effectively navigate the schedule, like what should the rest be. But I do remember you know Coach Coughlin having meetings with you know the the veterans and and asking you know. Um, how do we want to how do we want to go about this and I think Strahan was was you know one of the leaders in that group and he said hey you know what? let's hit the ground running we'll sleep on the plane we'll get down uh we'll go straight to practice and um we'll we'll go on from there and I believe that's that's what we did because of the time difference and I think there's there's a little bit of difference for older guys who are used to traveling internationally as opposed to younger guys who maybe don't have that experience. But, you know, if you're older and you're used to traveling internationally, you can sleep on the plane. There's a way to get it done. So uh, we did. I, th- I thought our schedule came uh, together pretty well. We did get to experience, you know, a lot of the sites, but we were focused on the game the whole time. What is it, what is it like, you know, traveling over there? Obviously, you know, you and I are both athletes. I'm a creature of habit as well. I'm sure you are, you know, and obviously those habits thrown out the window when now you're playing somewhere else, whether it's not just on the road, but you're in a different country. So, um, you know, so, so how does, how is that going to affect both these teams in in regard to, um, you know, habits and and customs and, you know, what you eat game day, what time you arrive to the stadium, like all that, all that, all the things as yeah. people like to say these days, all the things, Kiwi. <laughs> all the things. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. you know, we are definitely creatures of habit. I was I was also, um, I still am, you know, it's just repetition and getting your, your muscle memory to work. It's one of those things where the alarm clock goes off, you put your foot on the ground and you know <clears throat> how your day is going to be mapped out. But when you travel, there's a couple of things you got to be wary of. You got to be wary of, you know, uh, dehydration. Just being on a flight that long will dehydrate you. And then obviously, the um the time difference that's that's going to be an issue how do you sleep how do you prepare to map out your week so that you can get to sleep but then there's also the fact that you know you have 
family, you have children, people who you know maybe haven't seen you know the city or the you know the Europe in general at all, and so you do want to make it an experience, but that comes with you know a little bit of extra headache. Now you got to figure out hotels for other family members and flights and and whatnot. So there's a lot that that goes into it. I think the same thing is true if you have veteran leadership, guys who understand you know what it takes possibly have already been to london and and can tell you exactly how you're going to feel and guys who are you know able to lead the younger guys down that path that's what really helps because you what you really need is a veteran to say hey guys look we can go out tonight but tomorrow and and on we need to be in even if you know there's an opportunity to do something turn down those opportunities right now so we can focus on this game because this is a this is a really big game for the giants in my opinion um, it, it is, it is a big game. Um, you know, game script, this is, you know, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, Daniel Jones is, I know we've been talking a lot about Saquon Barkley, right? And, and, and how just how great he's been this season. And, and he is the straw that stirs this drink, uh, especially obviously in the running game and the passing game, but nonetheless, so is Daniel Jones. And now with this, this ankle sprain, now from what I understand, he's going to have the ankle wrapped. He's wearing the, the high top cleats to help him, but not having that, that, uh, that running threat from Daniel Jones, I think is, is going to limit and hamper this, uh, this offense tremendously. Uh, what, what are your thoughts and just how different you're expecting this offense to run with Daniel in this injury, in, in this injury? This is going to be a big test for Daniel Jones. I, you know, I appreciate and love the toughness, you know, going out, then coming back in when, when asked to do so after you thought you had a little bit of a break there and then getting through the practice week. I played with, with Eli the entire time and the man was unstoppable and you could see him in the training room, you know, battered, bruised, swollen, whatever it was, but you knew on Sunday he was going to go out there and he was going to perform. Um, the issue is, like you said, he has been using his feet. He is a big part of the rushing attack for the Giants. So we're going to be able to see his maturation. Is he going to be able to deliver the ball to effectively lead this offense if he has to only rely on his arm that against against a team that um, is, pro- is definitely the best that they've seen um, thus far? So, you know, my, my I tip my hat to him, but we're going to see a lot about um, what he's made of today and, and how this, this team responds to him. Now, knowing that he's hampered, you know, are the t- is the team going to be able to contribute in different ways? Is the offensive line going to be able to understand, hey, listen, we have not been playing great. We've been playing better, but this needs to be our best game this year. I think that's going to be one of the most important parts also. Yeah, I, I hear you, and you know, but but yet we're we're sitting here talking about a passing game, but who's he passing the ball to, right? Like <laughs> Kadarius Tony, not Kadarius Tony, not Galladay, uh, Robinson. I don't believe is going to play. Really, it's going to be Richie James, Sills, um, and 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 obviously Saquon Barkley being a big part of of, of this passing attack. Here's another thing for you. Here here's here could be a, another sneaky good play, and that's Matt Breida. How about that? Matt Breida possibly being utilized. Dude's fast. He's got good hands. And we really haven't seen him a lot this season. So don't be surprised. I wouldn't be, you know, and, and, and as Brian Dable is as creative as he is, don't be surprised if they put Matt Breida out there uh, as a whiteout uh, going out there and, 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 uh, and, and taking some, some, some plays and, and trying to get some passes. Uh, but they're going to have to be really creative in this passing game in order for them to have success. Right, right Kiwi? 
Yeah, everybody's going to have to earn their check this week. There's, there's going to have to be some creativity coming from the sidelines. They're going to have to be prepared for um, if people do go down. What happens when you do get creative is you have people who are playing outside of their position. They have a tendency to 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 get hurt during you know during that time. So, uh, coaching staff also, you know, when you have uh, been used to you know playing and counting on a certain group of people, Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, especially to carry the load, and now you have to figure out alternatives. Are you going to be able to motivate and instill the confidence in guys who haven't been out there um, as much? This is a this, this will be a good one. I'm, I mean, I'm really excited to see how how this all goes down. Yeah, you and me both. Uh, that's for sure. Um, your your thoughts about this offensive line? Uh, granted, you know they have not they have not done well as a unit. Right. Like you could pick, you could say, Hey, you know, Andrew Thomas on PFF has been ranked up there, like top 15 offensive linemen this season at the tackle position. But you know, as a whole, Evan Neal rookie has been struggling. Uh, your, your thoughts on how they're going to do against this, uh, this green Bay Packers uh, front seven. They're going to have their hands full. That, that's, that's the bottom line. I mean, it's a, it's a different beast. And now it's not just the, the defensive line, you know, you're also playing against the clock. Aaron Rodgers has a mastery in the ability to control the clock. So that defensive line is not going to be as worn down as the game goes on as the other defensive lines that you face. So you're going to have to be able to maintain a high level of play for the entire game. What we've seen, though, is that they have found ways to win. the For, for a team that is looking to make a playoff run, they have found ways to win the winnable games. This is not a game that they, quote-unquote, should win or that any playoff contender team should win so this is a game where they're going to have to step up and I do believe that it always starts with the with the 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 guys up front offensive and defensive line the defensive line is going to have to be able to stop the run I know that they've been you know um uh you know helped out with a number of different blitzes and and schemes and you know showing and faking and all this and that but they're going to have to be able to get home with four at some point and the offensive line is going to have to do the same they're going to have to hold their own Um, they can't always expect extra help in the passing game and they're going to have to win those one-on-one battles and give daniel jones enough time to deliver the ball what about defensively Uh, leo williams is expected back ojalari did not make the trip um thibodeau looking for hurts me Thib- Thibodeau looking for his first sack of the season, which I, I want I want you to comment on if you remember your f- do you remember your fir- your first sack in the NFL? Uh, first sack in the NFL. You don't remember uh, your first sack in the NFL, nah, Kiwi? You don't know who don't, it was. You I'm don't know what quarterback sure you got, man. So Come on. Nah, I really I no? really don't. <laughs> I'm old, man. It's, it's been a while. No, I would I would have to go back and and, uh, and check the tape, but no, I, I don't remember the first. I remember first pick. I got a pick in the preseason, and I ran it all the way back to the one yard line and got knocked out of bounds by another offensive line, by an offensive lineman. That kind of hurt my feelings, but um, no, nah, I, I don't remember the first one. Interesting. Uh, by the way, our, our producer Harvey is telling me that Leonard Williams is out. Um, so there's that, that's news to me. I was expecting him to play. Everything I was hearing was that he was to play. So, um, our producer is saying that Leonard Williams is out today. So now if, if, if that is factual, then you've got no Leonard Williams. Ojalari did not make the trip. That could be tough, especially against the one, two punch in the backfield with, of of course, Aaron Jones and, um, and, and, and AJ Dillon. Yeah, that, that's a that's a that's a big load right there. AJ Dillon, BC boy, shout out. No shade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, th- I mean that that was exactly that was what I was referring to. I mean, when you have a backfield like that, you're not you're just not going to be able to um, commit as many people up 
into the line of scrimmage to to get those stops because you have you know a very good quarterback you know standing behind ready to deliver the ball so I'm looking for the defensive line up front to win the one-on-one battles. Do not rely on the blitz and understand that you're going to be on the field longer than normal. So I hope you hydrate it. I hope that they understand what the calls are. So if they go no huddle, they can make the check seamlessly and to be able to get off the field when they need to and give your offense more chances than, than you've had to in the past. He's Matthias Kiwanuka. I'm Anita Marks. You're listening to New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. Um, quick break. We come back. We'll, we'll take your calls. You want to chime in, Giants fans? You didn't make the trip to London. Uh, you're going to be watching later on uh, this morning at 930. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your expectations? How hopeful are you that, um, that this uh, Giants team possibly could pull off, I don't know, could pull off a win in London against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? Is that, is that too much to ask? Possibly. We'll take your calls next. Anita Marks with you, as well as Matthias Kiwanuka at his New York game day here on 98.7. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. ESPN. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. Wondering that. I wonder, I wonder what, what the conversation is, you know, with Daniel Jones after the game. Is he... Is, is he going to get in, uh, go in on somebody and, and let them know how he really feels? Because it's got to be difficult standing back there. Although they have improved, and I, I will say that they have improved, it's still not great. And I just wonder at what point is he going to become that guy who can, you know, lay into an offensive lineman for for making mistakes, the same the same mistakes, not just for you know making one mistake here and there, but for making repeated mistakes. You know that that's got to be an issue. Um, by the way, New York Game Day on 98.7 ESPN presented by Slomans. Call one eight six six oil deal to see how much you can save this winter on heating oil. Also brought to you by Bud Light. Enjoy your game day. And Samuel Institute for Pain Management for a pain-free life. Visit samuelpain.com today. Also brought to you by FW Webb and Wheel McLean. Turn to FW Webb's 100-plus uh, locations. For unparalleled Will McLean inventory, visit fwweb.com to find convenient location to find a convenient location, of course, near you. I, I just I, I want to continue on this conversation. You said, I wonder what the conversation is like. Did did Eli? I mean, listen, 
you know, after like Richie Seibert and, uh, and Sean and those guys retired and moved on, man, there were some dark days ahead for Eli Manning in that offensive line. Thank you very much, Jerry Reese. But none, nonetheless, did, did, did Eli ever like, you know, you know, we always saw even keel Eli Manning, did Eli Manning get hot at times? Like, did you ever see he would, he would get, he would get fired up. It wasn't, he, he was never, um, at least publicly, he would never call somebody out of their name and you know, you know, beat somebody up publicly. But you could see when he would come in the locker room and he would go over to certain individuals and say, "Hey, you got to do this, you got to do that." I think he was more of a of a teacher at that point than he was just a you know a hothead or something like that. So I, I he, that's what I'm saying. If somebody's making the same mistakes repeatedly, you could see him pulling somebody aside and going over so that they understand what the mistake is that they that they were making. But at the same time, there are always guys on that offensive line who could police, you know, the group. And there was always somebody else who was getting ready to, to lay into somebody. There was no shortage of voices on that offense or our defensive line ready to tell somebody, you know, to, to step their game up. And I think, you know, when you're in order to do that, you have to be playing at a high level yourself. And we had enough guys who were well-respected. I just, I don't know who's the guy on the team right now that everybody respects who can come in and, and, uh, you know, and, and have a voice. So at some point it's going to have to be the quarterback. Interesting. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you now. I'm, you know, what type of conversations uh, is Daniel Jones having uh, behind closed doors with, with that offensive line? Listen, at, at the end of the day, they're struggling right now. But one thing that we do see with offensive lines, and you know this as a defensive lineman, is that the season progresses, uh, and if the unit can stay healthy and the five guys are, are playing a lot of games together, you know, they develop, they grow, and they get better as the season progresses. You've seen that time and time again. Absolutely. You see it in practice all the time when a, when a guy gets elevated and he gets a couple weeks, and now they, they start to understand the tendencies and the, the strengths and the weaknesses of the individuals who are playing next to them. That's why I was saying all last year that the continuity of the offensive line is very important because it brings down everybody's talent level if you're constantly playing with somebody new to the left or to the right of you. Everybody has their assignment and everybody knows how to execute but I don't care what side of the ball you're on as a defensive or an offensive alignment we all know if a guy is missing a, a block or an, or an assignment all week during practice you're going to be conscious of it if you're playing next to him. Now you can remind him of it. You can't go outside of the defense in my, in my, my experience to, to do somebody else's job but at the bare minimum I know hey this guy has not made this pick all week in practice I might be out here on my own so I can adjust the way that I'm playing so um, yeah so the fact that they have a little bit more continuity um, is is showing it's it's paying off you know but they're still going to have to elevate their play to give Daniel Jones uh, significantly more time and now that we get into games against you know you know, great teams and, you know, established quarterbacks. Like we're going to have to have, he's going to have to have more time. That's for sure. Uh, again, this portion of the show uh, brought to you by Stoli Elite Ultra Premium Vodka. Enjoy Stoli Elite responsibly. We take a quick break. We come back. Jordan Renan is going to join us, uh, get us up to speed on uh, on who, who we can expect to play, who will be, a part of the game plan. Again, uh, Leo Williams, even though he did make the trip to London, the anticipation was for him to play. Um, and obviously the trainers, and you know the trainers better than most, they're probably the most conservative uh, in the NFL, um, have shut him down. So he is not going to go today. 
against <laughs> the great one-two punch in that backfield for the Green Bay Packers in Aaron Jones and, and A.J. Dillon. So we'll hear from Jordan Renan next right here. You're listening to New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. Jordan Renan, who covers the Giants, joins us now. This is Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper. Uh, Jordan, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Anita. What's going on with you? Um, just, you know, sitting here hosting a radio show, getting ready for uh, the Giants kickoff taking place in, uh, in less than an hour. So, um, Early so let, morning let's... football. It is early morning football. Let's dive right into it. First and foremost, Jordan, uh, Daniel Jones. Uh, You and I were texting earlier in the week. We were not anticipating Daniel Jones to start. We were both hearing that Davis Webb was getting a lot of snaps with the first team. And then towards the end of the week, wow, uh, now, uh, you know, Daniel's back at practice and he's looking quite good. What are your expectations for him today? Does he last all four quarters? Uh, It's a hard one to say because – Big part of the Giants' offense has been him running the football. Right? That that was their most effective play last week. He was going to throw for under 150 yards, and you're going to you were going to leave there saying, "Oh, he played pretty well." Like, that, like that's how that game went. That's how the season has gone with him. So I think it's a matter of whether he's able to not just go and and be on the field, but be able to run the football. Because without that, that their offense is not the same. Like they need that to make plays. So. Uh, I think we're going to see him, you know, tested early. They're going to probably even draw up some runs for him to see if he he could hold, you know, hold up. And I guess we'll find out. Good morning, Jordan. How you doing? Good morning. You ever you ever play in London, Kiwi? I did. Def- definitely did. Definitely enjoyed it. Um, uh, my question is, you know, a lot has been made about you know concussions. You know, in the last couple of weeks, we've seen a lot of things happen on the field. Do you have any update on Tyrod Taylor before we move on to you know who is playing? Yeah, Tyrod. Tyrod is not playing. He's on the big list of guys that aren't playing. But Julian Love, who also suffered a concussion, is playing. So he he's back in time. He went through the protocol, uh, but while while Tyler uh, Tyrod Taylor did not. Okay. And then what about Davis Webb? I heard he was getting a lot of reps during practice, or do you think they were preparing him yeah. as a as a just-in-case situation, or do you think that they are expecting him to have to go in the game at some point? I think right now it's just a just-in-case situation. You have to remember, uh, by Thursday, so Daniel Jones came out there Wednesday. He was limited. By Thursday, Daniel Jones was taking most, most or almost all of the first-team snaps. So I think they realized early in the week, that Daniel Jones was going to be fine and they were going to play him. Because think about it. They didn't sign another quarterback, right? Tyrod mm-hmm. is not back from the concussion. Mm-hmm. If Davis Webb was going to start, if they really thought he was going to start, they would have signed another quarterback at that point because they would have needed some sort of backup for him. Uh, again, I'm sorry. Again, Jordan Renan joining us here on, on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, in, in regards to the wide receiving core, Jordan, Right, like you know, no Galladay, no yeah. no Kadarius Tony. Is Robinson going to play? Did he even make the trip? You know, nope. who, who's nope. who's going? He made the trip, go- but he's not playing. Okay, so so Wondell, yeah, Wondell made that trip. He's out, so they're down three receivers. They brought up Marcus Johnson from the practice squad. Still, only four healthy active receivers today. Right, you have Marcus Johnson, who they just brought up, Darius Slayton, Richie James, and David Sill. So. Kiwi, you know, if you only have four active receivers, you know what that means. You better get ready for a lot of tight ends. 
<laughs> and you saw that with the Giants last week. You're going to see a lot of multi tight end formations for the Giants early, again today, early and often. Yeah, yeah, because they just don't have they just don't have enough at the wide receiver position like that. Their path to winning is running the football, right, and then just finding a few ways to make a few big plays in the pass game. So what do, you, what do you think about the tight end position? I mean, because if we look at it from a positive perspective, this could be an opportunity for Daniel Jones to, um, you know, create some, you know, relationships with the tight ends and moving forward. You know, we've, we, when I played, we had games where people were called on out of necessity and they showed up and they performed and through the rest of the year they became an added part of the game plan. Is there somebody that you're expecting to, to show up and to, to wow us with a, a performance this week? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously they're going to try and ride Saquon. That's the offense right now. Uh, but, yeah, I would look for those tight ends. I would look for them to try and use Daniel Ballinger, you know, the rookie fourth rounder. He's made some plays. I think most of their plays have been more uh, scheme-oriented, right, where you see, okay, they run that bootleg and, you, you know, got Daniel Ballinger or some of the tight ends, easy catches in the flat. But you're going to have to, you know, get something out of somebody here. So, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them try and hit a player or two to Darius Slayton. He's another potential big play candidate because he really is the only receiver you look at that they have that can get down the field right now. So maybe they, you know, he was buried. Remember, he he was, like, seventh on the depth chart. Mm-hmm. But out of necessity right now, like, who is their, who is their only receiver that they have active today that can make a big play downfield? It's him. Uh, what what about I'm just throwing this out here, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, running back. Why am I um, Matt Breida? Parker? Listen, no. Matt Breida. He's listen. He's fast. He's got good hands. Uh, could, would, would it would it be out of the realm of possibility that that Brian Dable digs deep, comes up with some type of creative, uh, you know, offensive series where where Breida is is utilized more in the passing game? Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know if it's necessarily the passing game. I think it could be the run game with opportunities with him and Saquon on the field at the same time. I think that is definitely something that's in the playbook. I'm not sure, and I, Kiwi could probably speak to this a little better than me. I always think it's silly when we move other guys to wide receiver. Like, if they were good enough to play wide receiver, like the, their advantage <laughs> you know, is, against the, is against the linebackers, right? Matt Breida's advantage is against the linebackers. He's not... A problem, you know, he's not as good, good enough route runner or good enough on the outside for him to to then have an advantage against the quarterback cornerbacks. I think that kind of taking away your advantage a little bit. So I do see them finding innovative ways to get Matt Breda probably on the field with Saquon, and then using them as you know both potential running options on the same play. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I think you can get. Um mismatches or you can get people to play uh to to misunderstand a read or a call by by throwing out different personnel for a game or two and that's i think i'm hoping that that's all that they're that they would be looking at is like hey let's just try to go out there be creative create some mismatches or or bust some of the the defensive rules and see if we can catch one or two here and there catch somebody out of position because i think they're going to have to be creative i feel like everybody's going to have to earn their check this week on the sidelines included there's going to have to be some some creative creativity and and there's going to have to be some some guys who step up to play some some phenomenal um 
you know, some phenomenal snaps. But uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. What are you What are you looking at in terms of of the defense? I know that they've relied heavily on turnovers, on blitzes, on on you know a lot of um, unique schemes. Yeah. You know, are they going to be able to continue that? You know, when you're talking about playing against you know an Aaron Rodgers or a guy who can who can capitalize on small mistakes, is that going to be? Are they going to be able to to manage and handle the way that they've been playing against Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the big question is how do they create pressure? You know, Zizo Jalari, you've been excited about that, that cast again. <laughs> TV. So he's out now, too. Uh, they, they, need, they need that pass rush to step up, and it's really, like you said, that's, that's the game plan, right? Find unique, innovative ways to, to draw it up, pressure Aaron Rodgers, uh, utilize Wink Martindale's scheme, because right now, I mean, they're, they're down to Zizo Jalari. They're down Leonard Williams. Uh, they're short at cornerback right now, so that that's the spot where, you know, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been on the same page as his, you know, receivers that much early. But at the same time, is this is Aaron Rodgers, right? This isn't uh, Baker Mayfield. This is a, a clearly a step up in competition for this Giants defense, like, and that's why I think in order for them to win, they're going to have to feel, you know, you're going to have to find ways to score some points. Like it's one thing to you know, sneak out those, you know, score 16, 17, 18 points. And be able to twenty points and be able to sneak out victories. It's not often you're going to hold, you're going to score, you know, around twenty points and beat Aaron Rodgers. So mm-hmm. the the defense is going to give up some. I mean, he's going to they have weaknesses. He'll probably find ways to exploit them. Uh, but we'll see what Wing Martindale comes up with. Hopefully, uh, for the Giants' sake, that can confuse Aaron Rodgers because that that's you know that's their game plan right now. That's that's how that's their path to success. Uh, again, Jordan Renan joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, talking all things Giants, getting you ready as kickoff is going to happen in, in just about 45 minutes. I was surprised that Leo Williams was inactive, has, has been uh, notified as inactive because he made the trip and everything I was hearing was that he was excited to play. He thought he was going to play. So I, I just want to assume that the trainers shut him down. But, you know, what are you expecting? Can Jalen Smith, can Ward, can these guys step up and help against that that that? rushing attack that we're going to see with both Jones and Dillard today with the Green Bay Packers backfield? Yeah, that's what I, that's the one thing I'll say is they have done a pretty good job of filling in for those guys, right? Jihad Ward, uh, Nick Williams in the middle of the line has, has actually played pretty well. And, uh, you know, he's the one that's been filling in for Leonard Williams. So they haven't lost a lot in that regard, especially on the run side. I think it's on the, you know, in the past rush where, they just they don't have the you know their their full arsenal right and when you're playing a team like this you kind of need that full arsenal so um, I, I think that's more where it's going to show up and that's more where uh, the, the, that's why they have to rely on Wink Martindale almost as much or more than the personnel that they have. I hear you again. Uh, th- no more questions for me, Kiwi. Any any more questions for Jordan before we let him go? Uh, nah, just what do you think about the the quad kings? I, I was going through your timeline. Nah. Saw, you know, <laughs> you, we you got we got the two of them on the phone. We got the two of them on the phone on Zoom, on Zoom last week. That was pretty. Awesome. Uh, but was no, pretty it's, awesome. it just it just reminds me that this is going to be. I mean, they they there is some major you know running back talent in this game between obviously mm-hmm. Saquon, who's been the best running back in the NFL, and then Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, and that's why. You know, there's 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 two teams here that are going to be trying desperately to run the football. 
Uh, Jordan, thank you so much. I really do appreciate your time. Jordan Renan joining us, uh, talking all things Giants, getting ready. His kickoff is in 45 minutes. Uh, of course, they're across the pond taking on the Green Bay Packers. Appreciate you, my friend. Uh, by the way, uh, that interview with Jordan brought to you by Eisner Amper. That's right, Eisner Amper, the leading global business advisory firm. Help you design a winning game plan for your business moving forward together. Learn more at EisnerAmper.com. Also brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the original triple blend, triple distilled, triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Make sure you grab a Tullamore Dew during tonight's action. Remember, when it's game time, it's Tully time. So please enjoy responsibly. Also, cold Bud Light. That's right. You know it's game day. So enjoy responsibly as well. And uh, and also, quick update here. Waddle and Hill expected to play today against the Jets. Kiwi, this is the latest. Alvin Kamara dealing with some ribs. Expected to play today as well. Um, did not play last week, as we know. It was a late scratch. Uh, also, I think I mentioned this before, uh, the Bears are optimistic that David Montgomery will play today. So if you have a Herbert, uh, you want to be aware of that as well. So as news breaks, I will bring it to you as you're listening here on New York Game Day. Quick break. We come back. It's time for Kiwi's Keys to the Game. Uh, what the Giants need to do in order to beat the Green Bay Packers. Um, also, I'll share with you my bets, my prop bets, how I'm going to wager on this Giants game uh, right before kickoff. So you can get those those bets in, hopefully on BetMGM. More to come. Anita Marks with you, as well as Matthias Kiwanuka. It is New York game day. By the way, uh, don't forget, we've got uh, Mike Tannenbaum, who joins us on the show at 10 a.m. as well. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. New York game day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka, and Anita Marks. Get ready for Kiwi's Keys to the Game. That's right. It's time for Kiwi's Keys to the Game. And this portion of the show brought to you by Bud Light. You know it's game day here. Enjoy responsibly. Also by Samuel Institute for for Pain Management for a pain-free life. Visit SamuelPain.com. So with that being said, Kiwi, what are your three keys to the game? What do the Giants absolutely positively need to do in order to to pull, in my opinion, a huge upset against the Green (laughs) Bay Packers today? Yeah, no, it it would be an upset if they get this win. I think Overall, they needed to manage the travel schedule and manage everything that goes on in terms of, you know, playing in a different country and and traveling and all that. But when it comes down to the game, the three things, one, win the turnover battle. They've done a great job of creating turnovers thus far. It's something that the team has, you know, become to has come to rely on. And this game is going to be a dire need of some turnovers. There's going to be situations where the defense is going to find themselves on the field right after they just got to stop back on the field right after they just had a long drive. And they're going to have to be able to come up with a turnover. Um, I think on the sidelines, they're going to have to be creative. They're going to have to be creative um, you know, on the defensive side because, you know, like we were talking to Jordan, you know, the, the quad kings are in the background and in, in the backfield. They're going to have to be able to stop the run and you can't throw everybody at a blitz and expect to to be very consistent stopping the run. So they're going to have to be creative in that. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they're going to have to protect the passer. Daniel Jones is hampered by a leg injury. He's been, you know, an integral part of their their running game. So the offensive linemen are going to have to win those one-on-one battles. So just to recap, win the turnover battle, be creative and be resilient on defense, and then protect the passer. And hopefully we get an upset. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, really quick before we take a break, just want to share with you how am I playing uh, this uh, Giants uh, Green Bay Packers game? 
prior to hearing that Leo Williams was out, um, I was on the Giants at plus eight and a half. Uh, but now that he is out, I've got some major concerns because I, I think he is such a key, such a cog uh, in, in, you know, limiting opponents' rushing yards. And I think now with him out, that in, in Ojolari as well, not making the trip, I just... I, I, I think I think this uh, Green Bay Packers team is going to be able to run all over uh, this Giants defense. So with that being said, I'm staying away from the game. If anything, uh, I'm going to play the under. And um, and it, I just really quick, I just want to call up the under. My my computer is misbehaving here. So the under is at 42. So that's how I would play it. I would play the under if I'm going to play the game. I'm staying away from any totals. Okay, uh, touchdowns. Um, you know, I do like Saquon Barkley to score a touchdown because uh, another thing you could run, by the way, on the Green Bay Packers. So I do like Saquon Barkley scoring a touchdown at plus 105. Uh, A.J. Dillon scoring a touchdown at plus 155. And Aaron Jones scoring a touchdown at minus 115. I think there's just going to be uh, a lot of uh, success rushing the ball on both sides. Uh, A.J. Dillon over 55 and a half rushing yards. Saquon Barkley over 78 and a half rushing yards and also Daniel Jones under 30 and a half rushing yards. I don't know about you Kiwi, but again, I think because of this ankle issue, I think, I think this is going to be a different offense than we've seen. Uh, I, I do believe that Daniel is going to move the pocket in regard to creating more space for him in the passing game, but I don't believe that he's going to tuck it and run much. Your thoughts on, on under 30 and a half rushing yards for Daniel Jones today. Uh, yeah, I, I would go under just because of, of the injury. Um, I think that they're going to try not to put him in positions where he has to run the ball, but, you know, it's it's second nature at this point for him to, to do so, but I just don't think he's going to be as effective. And, and honestly, I, I hope he's not. I hope that he does find a way to adjust and, and to, to win the game with his arm. Uh, in the in the passing game, again, who, who else is going to be there but uh, Saquon Barkley? I've got over 30 and a half receiving yards. Also, Saquon Barkley over four and a half receptions. I think he's going to be a big part uh, of the re- of, of the receiving game. And also, uh, Richie James over 42 and a half receiving yards, and Richie James over three and a half receptions as well. Uh, David Sills over two and a half receptions at even money. I like that as well because you know outside of that, and, and I know Jordan Renan mentioned Dick. Darius Slayton over two and a half receiving receptions for him is, is even money and uh, over 27 and a half receiving yards for him is minus 115. And the reason I'm saying over here is just because these numbers are so small um, and, and there's just not there's just not a lot of variety that Daniel Jones is going to be working with. You know, unfortunately, there's just not. So, so that's how I'm playing. Uh, of course, the Giants and the Green Bay Packers. The kickoff happens in almost 30 minutes. So, so, and and of course, as, as kickoff happens, we will keep you posted on top of uh, scores, all of that, while you listen to 98.7 ESPN. All right, we come back. Uh, Matthias and I are going to do a deep dive into some of the other storylines in and around the NFL as we head into Week Five. Uh, also, we've got Rich Samini, who's going to be joining us in the next hour with an in-depth uh, preview of the Jets in the Miami Dolphins game. And of course, my locks of the week, which by the way, went three and oh last week. So I'm nine and three on nice. the season in locks of the week right here on New York Game Day. So really happy about that. So stay tuned. We've got hour two of New York Game Day kicking off next right here on 98.7 ESPN. New York Game Day with Mike Tannenbaum, Matthias Kiwanuka and Anita Marks.